नमस्ते जय शिवाय आई एम मेकिंग वीडियोस अगेन रिसेंटली एंड आई एम सॉरी फॉर ऑल द लाइट रिफ्लेक्शन दैट यू विल सी बट इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया द सनलाइट इज रियली रियली ब्राइट एंड इफ आई ट्राई टू सेव सनलाइट एंड मेक दिस वीडियोस इन अ क्वाइटर प्लेस इनसाइड द हाउस देन there is no quiet place because all of us are working from home and kids are doing their schooling from home so there is a meeting or a class going on in every room in my house and uh, i'll record lot of i'll end up recording lot of background noises and meetings and classroom stuff that i do not wish to do so bear with me if this sunlight is reflection is too much and light is creating lot of nonsense here <laughs> but it is the way it is for me and uh, okay so today i'm going to explain you something very important about the human architecture human design okay so you see there is if you look at, if you have watched my uh, sankhya darshan videos then it will be a lot easier for you to understand where i am coming from but you will understand regardless still if you want to watch i really recommend that before watching this video you do watch sankhya darshan 01 02 and 03 3 Three videos i have created on sankhya darshan so you do watch them so when we talk about human design human architecture the subtle body architecture i'm not talking about the physiology anatomy of this physical body no talking about the about your uh, subtle existence so we have aham right on top we have aham and aham does not mean here the ego as an emotion no aham does not mean ahankara so ahankara is born out of one identity or some identities but it is aham which ultimately from where all the other identities are born because of avidya because of agyana means the gyana that binds you that puts you in bondage that kind of distorted wisdom if you would like to call it that so because of all that distorted wisdom wrong kind of wisdom we get bounded here so that is there is aham and below the aham in that diagram if you just pictureize in your mind that there is aham on top and then there is buddhi buddhi means your intellect okay so aham and then buddhi and this buddhi on left hand side create another circle and write down manas in it manas means your lower mind your logical mind the mind which takes the inputs from eyes ears nose and tongue and speech and all kinds of stuff all your five senses so manas is that very thing which takes the inputs from five senses and then comes up with a logical rational explanation of something or understanding or so this is on the left hand side and then there is on the right hand side you have chitta chitta is a storage house of all kinds of memories all kinds of learning good or bad that you have had you have done not just in this lifetime but all the other lifetimes okay 
So it's the place where your sanskaras, the seeds of your chitvrittis are. It's also the place where your chitvrittis are going to play out. And then when they play out, they go to the manas. Okay, they try to connect. Manas tries, tries to uh, come up with a logical, rational explanation of it. That, okay, so I had this experience, I had this memory, or I met this person and this person is like that. So now your logical mind says, oh, he's still like that. Okay, that person is cruel or jealous or whatever and he's still, he or she is still like that. So that is how these four things function. So buddhi is the deciding factor which finally says, okay, so from chitta, from the storage warehouse of memories, of sanskaras, of chitvrittis, of vasanas, from the storage warehouse, this is the data that I have on this person. And uh, sen your senses, five senses are saying, okay, so this person is right in front of you. Let's see what is the what is his or her hidden purpose with me right now. So Buddhi says, okay, this person is still like that. I knew it. <laughs> this person, so Buddhi is a deciding, discriminating factor, right? And discerning factor. So Buddhi does that, intellect does that. Buddhi means intellect. So intellect is constantly doing that. So by and by, slowly, initially when a young soul is born or you know young soul in the sense that they have not yet started their spiritual journey to them i am referring to as young souls not necessarily young as in you know age wise not that that, that kind of a young i am talking about young souls those who have not experienced enough sukha or enough dukkha enough pain and enough happiness in this lifetimes, lifetimes after lifetimes to be able to understand that nothing can give you everlasting happiness, nothing can ever give you everlasting uh, peace. So that understanding, that level of vairagya has not happened. That level of dispassion hasn't come. To them I am referring to as young souls. So when people are young or they are not going on their spiritual journey, for them life is still about owning a house and a car and having kids and living peacefully and becoming a good citizen from time to time doing some charity here, something there, living a normal human being life, normal worldly life they are living. Okay, and their aspirations are as such. So, such people have their buddhi being shadowed, if you want to call, understand it that way. Their buddhis, buddhi is being shadowed by their chitta and their manas. Their own subtle body they don't see. They don't have aspirations for their subtle body. They do not feel bandhana yet to able to try to attain moksha. Right? They haven't, have, they have no knowledge of that. Because all the five basic chitvrittis, avidya means distorted wisdom, if you, agyana, wrong wisdom, and then asmita, whole lot of identities, and that too are very powerful, strong identities, and then raga means attachment, dvesha means aversion or hatred or whatever you want to give it, some more synonyms to that. So, Raga, Dvesha and Abhinivesha. Abhinivesha means fear of change, fear of unknown, fear of 
just losing something or somebody okay so all that kind of fear all fears come under that abhinivesha part so when these five chitta vrittis from the chitta has a hold on buddhi then buddhi is impure buddhi is not pure so buddhi will always rely will ask for proof from lower mind logical rational explanation of anything and everything so if god is not visible parmatma is not directly visible to them through this eyes and these ears through their physical body then it does he do or she does not exist if their own atma is not visible to them or is not in their direct perception of their physical body then it does not exist for them so right that's when the buddhi is clouded by or overshadowed by chitta and looks towards manas is manas why do we call manas as lower mind then if manas is lower mind then where is the higher mind what do we call as higher mind higher mind is that which does not rely on proofs from your physical physical existence from the physical part of your gross part of your existence it does not rely on proofs from it that is what higher intelligence is like what is the rational explanation of ramanujam coming up with uh, so many 4000 theorems mathematical theorems what is the logical rational explanation even he did not know new and nobody with a lower mind will ever try to understand will ever be able to understand that how can a some somebody come up with direct formulas without going step by step by step by step how can beethoven come up with symphony number no. 10 how can van gogh or mozart and these people how can they come up with something like that so 100 years ago ramanujan gave a theorem a formula completely which we are using today to understand black holes how can somebody give a formula like that what is the what is the rational explanation behind it there is none what is the logical rational answer that you would understand from the physical body perspective what manas will not understand it will manas is a very we call it lower mind because it's a very 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 limited faculty very limited it's limited in its capability to help you understand how can somebody be like that how can somebody has wisdom like that how, how come the gyana of vedas just appear within inside the buddhi inside the anta this entire thing is combination of aham buddhi manas and chitta this whole thing we call as antahakaran field of antahakaran so how can this wisdom appear a wisdom of vedas wisdom of gurus wisdom of uh, moksha wisdom of yoga how does it it appears from within usually what you understand about knowledge and wisdom that we acquire it from the outside world right if you want to ride a bike you go take a bike and you learn about it and then only you will know how to ride a bike only if you go to math class and you attend the math class from all the way from first grade till 12th grade then you will know what is pythagoras theorem 
ना only when you mu- learn the music from a b c and all the sare ga ma pa da ni sa only then you can write a symphony like beethoven why did the gyana how come the gyana that that something that complex something that much of beautiful was arising from within from people even this very simple wisdom that i am talking to you about, about now happened to me in from within nowhere from outside this was so clear to me that buddhi is overshadowed by chitta so the gyana becomes polluted gyana is either the wisdom that i have the desires that i am going to have will always and always be propelled by either avidya asmita raga dvesha abhinivesh i did not have in this lifetime so i cannot give any examples of that so my desires my efforts towards in this world are always going to be propelled from all of these desire in themselves are not so bad so whatever your buddhi comes up is not going to be so bad until unless it is propelled by something in the chitta so that means i am having impure gyana so even this design this architecture how did it came how did that understanding happen to me i did not have any guru in the body in this lifetime and guru those the one who is not in the body wasn't indirectly teaching to me this thing then later on i figured out that yes patanjali was teaching the same thing sankhya darshan has the same thing marshi jaimini they also taught the same thing yeah little bit in different terminology because thousands years ago that those timelines were different the examples that we come up with in order to make you help you understand anything were different at at those times okay so the examples the way we apply to the wisdom practically in our day to day life that is different in these times but essentially the human architecture the design remains the same okay so how come what is the logical rational explanation of all these things what is where is the higher mind the higher mind that we call that is that is not bound by the limitations of your impure buddhi and your manas lower mind is actually vigyan maya kosha the fourth layer of body that we have so we have this physical body which we call anna maya kosha then we have our energy body that we call uh, prana maya kosha and then we have our mental emotional body that we call uh, manomaya kosha and then the fourth one is vigyanamaya kosha the kosha which consists of higher intelligence and which opens up only when we have buddhi that is pure enough if your buddhi if your intellect is not pure enough that layer of vigyanamaya kosha remains shut because no matter how much of the uh, other worldly wisdom or you know wisdom that is way far away in future is given to you you cannot do anything about it because your buddhi is so much being controlled by chitvrtis all these five chitvrtis avidya asmita raga dvesha and abhinivesha 
your mind is buddhi is, is still so much controlled by and rely on the inputs from the lower mind the rational and logical explanations from your lower mind will not understand the wisdom that goes beyond universe that goes beyond creation itself so vigyan maya stays shut only when somebody's buddhi attains purity enough there's not less not much raga or dvesha not many identities to play with or anything like that that's when the cosmic wisdom the wisdom from higher minds starts happening to you in other words it starts appearing within your antahakarana remember what i said antahakaran is these four faculties antahakaran is buddhi aham buddhi manas and chitta that is antahakaran so that gyana that wisdom that cosmic wisdom that cosmic intelligence starts happening to you starts appearing within your antahakarana only when your buddhi your intellect is not shadowed is not overpowered is not ruled by your own mental behavior emotional patterns your chitta vrittis so whenever a desire is happening to you whenever just see whether it is propelled by any of thing these things is it just a greed is it just coming out of the avidya that no if i get this car i will be happy if i get that mobile i'll be happy enough if i get that girl in my life or that boy in my life that man in my life oh i am all set my life is going to be super happy and story of happily ever after <laughs> if you have all such ideas then definitely your buddhi is shadowed by chitta and if you still look for yeah but i can't see yeah but i can't hear oh what is the proof if i haven't tasted that or i haven't heard about heard about it directly i haven't seen parmatma he never talked to me so it does not exist we were just born out of big bang <laughs> so if you are looking for if you are thinking this physical body is the ultimate uh, source of truth or this or is it is this physical body is the ultimate tool to give you every kind of direct perception then you are wrong okay so whenever this happen always keep this design in your mind that aham buddhi chitta and manas okay keep this design in mind analyze your day to day desires thoughts emotions using this design it is very helpful for doing introspection are my desired desire is my desired desire propelled by avidya distorted wisdom wrong wisdom is my desire being is just a propulsion of energy because of my attachment or my aversions or my fears am i trying to do something because of my fears 
So this helps, this tool, this design is a tool for you to do some introspection. Namaste. Jai Shiva.